welcome back to Literally Love That For You. I'm Mackenzie. And I'm Rama. And today we are doing the part two of our Europe trip, where we're going to be talking about the last little bit of Amsterdam, Germany, uh, which includes Rhine Valley and Munich. So there's a lot going on in this episode. Yeah, we are so excited to get into this episode, finish off the end of our Amsterdam story so you guys can hear the drama that came from all of that, and then just talk about the rest of our trip. A lot happened in this episode, a lot more than we thought. We're like going through our journals and we're like, holy crap, we thought it was going to be the boring episode, but this had a lot, lot happened in these three places. Yeah, yeah, a lot did, specifically the latter half of Germany. That was an interesting time, but we will dive into that a little bit later. But right now, we are going to talk about our past few weeks. All right, so getting into our past few weeks, obviously it is still coronavirus season. We are still in quarantine. So not that much has changed for me, but I guess you just go into some of the things that I've been doing. So obviously now that we are hitting the end of July, which I don't know how that happened. Like it is almost August. It's gone by so fast. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I feel like it was just like the beginning of the other day. Yeah. It's been the fastest month all year. Yeah. 100%. But now that things are getting back into, I guess things are coming back around and like school's going to be starting soon. I'm starting to focus a little bit more on applying to like some more clubs and like obviously scholarships and all the other things that go with starting back up with school. So that has been filling up a decent amount of my time, but it is all good. And then also, I guess a couple of days ago, Calgary had like a black owned market, which had like a whole bunch of entrepreneurs that were within the black community here in Calgary. And so it was actually a really cool like little market with a ton of little shops. So I did go to that. It was like outdoors in like a church parking lot. It was really cool. I bought some athletic wear because what else would the Rama be buying other than leggings and matching outfits? Literally nothing. That's literally what she lives in. It was yellow. I needed it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. So we purchased that. It is impeccable quality. I believe the company was AGU Athletics. So highly recommend. And then in addition to that, I feel like I've just been doing the same thing as normal. I had a little social distancing meetup and my friends ended up being her garage because we tried to meet outside of her house and then like a huge thunderstorm started and it was just like pouring rain. We were like, so this is not going to work. So her mom had to like move the cars out of the garage so we could like sit in the garage. But it was a lot of fun. Just nice catching up because these were like some of my high school friends. So it was just nice seeing them because I feel like we always struggle with up and see each other with like everybody's lives always changing yeah I feel like that's pretty much everything for me I've just been like reading books working on my TikTok you know didn't realize how rude some little kids are on there like so rude (laughs) like holy crap I think like honestly this quarantine people just have too much time on their hands to the point where they're just like attacking people out of nowhere and not to say that people like aren't allowed to like critique things that I do because you totally can't but I'm like 
I just have so many nine-year-old children like DMing me on Instagram and like commenting on all my videos, just like attacking me. And I'm like, I'm just trying to draw. <laughs> yeah, you know, like really good. And they're all like pissed off because they, because you're not doing things for free. Like that's not how the world works, little nine-year-old girl. <laughs> like it's not even that I'm not. It's just that like when I said I was drawing people, I had like 55 DMs. So like obviously I cannot draw 55 people. And so I was like, oh, okay. And some people had like offered to pay me in the past. I was like, I'll charge like $5. Like I didn't think it was going to be some huge thing, but people are quite upset about it. So we love- Keep doing you. (laughs) But yes, we're just going to keep doing us. Ignore the nine-year-old children that I didn't realize that were this mean. (laughs) Something else. And I know that I'm a part of Gen Z, but like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, crazy. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah, but that has been my past few weeks. Honestly, it's been all over the place. I really don't know what I've been doing because, like, July passed by so fast. So that's what I remember. (laughs) That's good. Same with me. I've been, like, really – I don't even know what I've been doing. I've been working so much. Like, I feel like just because, like, I'm working at home, it's really easy to just work even when you're not scheduled to work. You're just kind of, like, working, and you're like, oh. I should have stopped like half an hour ago. You're like, oh, that's that's the good. <laughs> like I'm not getting paid for this part, but it's fine. <laughs> so I feel like I'm doing that, and then I've been going camping. I think I've gone camping every weekend since June first. <laughs> so that's been good. I've been going some form of camping. I've been really just trying to enjoy the outdoors. Nothing else to do, so I might as well go and like goof around on the water, like spend some time outside, enjoying nature. I'm just saying that it's mostly because I'm getting sick of being in my house. <laughs> Honestly, I feel that. So I've been doing that, and then I've just been riding. I've been trying to keep myself busy. Um, I'm like a TA for a class, so that's been kicking up again. So I've been trying to figure out my schedule and follow because it looks like it's going to be a little busier than I was hoping it to be. I thought I changed. Guys, remember when I said I changed back in the Enneagram episode? It's not looking like it. It's not looking like it. It looks like all Mackenzie's back. Jam-packed schedule. So. <laughs> so bad I don't know how I ended up in this situation again I'm only taking four classes too I couldn't imagine if I was taking five classes and all of this so we're trying to figure that out but yeah honestly <laughs> July's gone by so fast I feel like yeah I've just been like trying to spend time outside and if I'm not outside I'm working so you know where to find me okay perfect so that was our past few weeks and now we'll move into our optimistic moment <laughs> So for optimistic moment today, uh, we're trying to find some good things because we feel like a lot of bad is happening and it was very hard to find good news, which is so sad. I really just wish people just put more good news in the world instead of everything that I'm seeing on social media, nine-year-olds on TikTok and (laughs) just everything. I just feel like everywhere I look is just covered in bad news. I've just gotten so like accustomed to it and it's just so sad. There needs to be more good news. So we're bringing you your good news for today. So one thing I found that's kind of relevant, I guess, is like um, there's a possible, possible, so not get your hopes up yet. There's a possible breakthrough, quote, coronavirus treatment with natural protein that cuts the risk of death and serious symptoms by 79%. So that's pretty interesting. I was like kind of quite quickly skimming it. Apparently it's like an aerosol-based protein that if you inhale it, it like just they said there's really no like I don't really know why but they said there's less chance of you developing severe symptoms from it 
and that people who got coronavirus after inhaling this protein uh, were twice as likely to make a full recovery, which means they have no like lasting respiratory weaknesses or other damages that some coronavirus patients are getting. So like they're like, they get it and they're completely fine after, which is like super awesome because I know like a lot of people are having a lot more people than they thought are having uh, lasting effects. So yeah. I don't know how they figured this out. Like the aerosol based protein is kind of random, but it's good. So I hope that they keep working on that and they're able to, even if they don't have a vaccine, if everyone just goes and sprays this up their nose, <laughs> at least we're a little bit safer, you know, every little bit helps. <laughs> yeah. That's what I found. What about you? Yeah. So for me, I guess this is kind of a work in progress thing still, but as you guys know, I think we've mentioned this before, we live in Canada and specifically in Alberta. So one of our um, football teams, the Edmonton Eskimos, or that used to be their name, they are officially now dropping the Eskimo part from their team name, which I think is super good because it's been an offensive and derogatory term to specific people in Northern Canada. So it's really great that now that they're finally dropping that part of their name because it's been an ongoing issue and apparently they've been doing research on it for years and in February they made an announcement that they weren't going to drop the team name I guess now with all the movements going on and all the protesting and just kind of I guess people holding companies more accountable these days um, they've actually decided to change their name so right now they're just going by the EE football team so in, until they like come up with a new name to get rid of the Eskimo so I think that's just super great that sports teams are looking to be a lot more accountable these days because I didn't even realize just looking through all the names, how many of them are like really offensive specifically to the indigenous community. Like the Eskimos, there's like even like the Chicago Blackhawks, like all of these different team names. And it's like, why are you using an entire culture as a mascot for something like their wardrobe that they wear that's cultural to them is not a costume for you to put on. So I think that's really great that we are holding companies more accountable now. Yeah, I think that's really good. I, again, I didn't really notice, like, it's, unfortunately, it's so, like, second nature. Like, it's really um, sad that you, like, don't even pick up on all of these little things that, like, are offensive to other people because it's just so ingrained in our culture. It's just kind of sad. So I'm really glad that people are starting to stand up for this and make changes across all fronts because yeah. that really needs to change. Yeah. I feel like there's just so many little things that I've been hearing about where companies are actually starting to make change. And I think it's so sad that it had to like come to this. And I think that even though probably some companies are just doing it for like performative activism and like just doing it so that people aren't canceling their company at this time, but at the end of the day, I think it's all going towards good. Because, like, I've even seen things about, like, Aunt Jemima, and they're changing, like, the logo that's on their syrup now because it was, like, rooted in, like, slave, like, a slave. Pretty much she was Aunt Jemima. And so they're profiting off of, like, slave culture, which is obviously wrong. So I think that's great that they're changing it. And there's been so many other companies, like, even, like, Uncle Ben's, Rice. Like, it's, it's good to see. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Yeah, and that is your optimistic moment for today. So shall we get into the steak and potatoes of the episode? I'm going to try to use that every episode now. Now getting into it. This is the morning of day three. We just lost flour. We are in bed. We got four hours of sleep. 
neither of us are in great moods. <laughs> That's your scene. Continue, Rama. Yeah, so that is a little recap of where we were at. So we woke up in the morning for breakfast. It was like a 7.30 a.m. call. So like Mackenzie said, we were quite tired after the night that we had had. And obviously still a little concerned because to our knowledge, Flower was still missing. So I just remember we like were getting dressed and I was running a little bit behind Mackenzie. So she went down to breakfast already. And then as I was coming down, I happened to pass somebody and guess who it was it was flower in the hotel and i not dead guys (laughs) so i like go running up to her and i'm freaking out because i'm like where have you been like we've been searching for you like the police were called like all this stuff and she was like yeah no worries guys like it was totally fine like that guy that i was dancing with we just kind of like went off together and i stayed at his place and like then she came back like super early this morning and I was like, couldn't have sent a text, like something in the Facebook group, like just just a little something. Like you left your wallet, all your stuff. And she was like, no, like, don't worry about it. Like, I was totally fine. Like, thanks for grabbing my stuff for me. And then she like picked it up from our room and like just went on with her merry day. So Dana was a little pissed. There's a little bit of an understatement. Oh, no, no, no. So I was in the, the breakfast area and I'm sitting there with two other people and Arama comes in and she's like, guess who I just saw? And I'm like, let me guess, flower. She's like, oh, and she's like, ah. <laughs> she was fuming. And I was like, well, at least she's safe. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm glad she's safe. But like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, no, I think it was definitely like the lack of sleep that was getting to me. And the lack of food, because I was like late for breakfast. So I was like trying to rush because the bus was going to leave soon. So I think just all of that combined really set me off just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. But it was fine. We moved on. We got over it. She apologized. We were fine. So once breakfast was over, we packed up all of our stuff in our hotel room and we headed back on the bus to head into the city of Amsterdam. Because I think we mentioned before the hotel that we were staying at was like slightly in like the countryside slash out of like the main area of the city. So hopped back on the bus and we went back into the city and we had the whole day to explore. Four hours. Correction. We had four hours to explore. <laughs> we had we were heading to Germany later that day. So we kind of had like a little bit better part of the morning. And then we we're leaving right after lunch. Oh, okay. I wrote that down wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we only had like a couple hours, but like it still was actually quite a bit of time. We had like completely free time to do whatever the heck we wanted. Yeah. So we kind of went like as a group and we decided that we wanted to go. Well, our main goal was to get to the I am Amsterdam sign. It's gone now, which is really sad, but we, that was our main thing. We looked it up on Google or Apple did our thing where we walked around in a circle for a little bit because Apple always showed us the wrong directions. It's fine. I'm not bitter about it. <laughs> and then we were heading to the I am Amsterdam sign, but we got distracted along the way because Amsterdam was gorgeous. It was absolutely gorgeous. Incredibly beautiful. Like there's literally flowers everywhere, at least in the part of Amsterdam that we were in. There were so many cute shops. Love that city. It was beautiful. I'd love to go back. There were flowers everywhere. There was bikes everywhere there's like the canals going through there we walked around we managed to get to the amsterdam sign and we passed like went through this castle we saw like someone playing this beautiful cello song in the castle we went to like the floating flower garden which are like these this huge market selling like flowers and seeds like on the canal yeah i actually like brought black sunflower seeds and daisy seeds which I don't know if you're allowed to take those over the border. I just you can if you claim them. 
okay well I did and they let me so I was like it was just very funny because when I like got back everyone was like how did you bring seeds and stuff and I was like oh my gosh was I not supposed to do that (laughs) (laughs) I think you can we're gonna go with yes we didn't do anything (laughs) illegal it's fine Yeah, and then we, like, went to, like, the, it was a beautiful flower market. Like, I was so pretty. And then we finally got to the I Am Amsterdam sign, and it was way busier than we thought it was going to be. Yeah, it took us a while to get a picture. And then we also wanted to, like, climb onto the sign so we could be, like, sitting all around it. And that was also a struggle <laughs> with us, like, trying to hop up there because the leathers are huge. So Yeah, and I'm scared of heights. And I kind of forgot. I keep forgetting I'm scared of heights. And so I go do things. And then I'm, like, trying to climb up on the M, and I'm, like, I can't, I can't get up here. And I was, like, can we just get on the M? And I'm, like, okay. I was, because like, I'm, like, get on the M. I was, I'm, like, shaking on the A, because please hurry so we can take the picture and I can get down. It was funny. We didn't even realize. We sat, Brown sat on the A of Amsterdam, and yeah. I sat on the M of Amsterdam. And that's, like, our initials. So yeah. I was, like, this is the A&M trip. It was very It was actually unintentional. Yeah. Yeah, we got some beautiful iconic photos at that sign and then after that as we were walking back to where the bus was stopped we stopped at a cute little waffle and pizza shop and we got these like strudel waffles as well as just like these random pizzas that were just so good it was just like so a experience yeah it was so good and we we're like i wrote in here we had we gave ourselves an hour and a half to get back it was a half an hour walk from the amsterdam sign to the bus yeah. And I remember writing in here, it took us the full hour and a half to get back, and we almost missed the bus. Yeah, we got there, like, right as everybody was, like, loaded on. Because, like, we got so distracted with all the flowers, all the, like, the food, and we, like, wanted to get keychains. Well, I wanted to get keychains, because I was collecting keychains, and it took us the full hour and a half to get back. But we made it. We made it back. We got cute photos. We got some really cute Instagram photos. Yeah. A photo from Amsterdam with my profile picture for the longest time. <laughs> Yeah, it was honestly just so much fun. And I remember so much we were going back. I remember we had, somebody had to go to the washroom. And then we were like, no, 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 no. Somebody had to use like an ATM machine or something like that. Oh, yeah. Okay, never mind. That was just a random side check. I just remember that happening. We were trying to find an ATM machine so somebody could get cash. And we like ended up walking around for like the longest time trying to. I think it was flower. Yeah, and then it was, like, outside because we thought it was going to be, like, inside the building and it was, like, outside and we were walking around for so long trying to find it. Oh, yeah, because we looked it up and it's, like, it's right here and I'm, like, it's not in this building. What do you mean? It was, like, outside. Oh, yeah, does it not rain in Amsterdam? You think, like, it went. Yeah, I guess it's kind of more common. So I'm even thinking, like, watching How I Met Your Mother, I'm pretty sure they had an outdoor ATM. Random side note, that just kind of popped into my mind. <laughs> but yeah overall Amsterdam was beautiful I'd actually I'd love to go back and spend more time I also wrote in my journal here that um in Amsterdam I, I think we mentioned this last episode I can't remember that bikes have to right away so yes. I remember that we like literally almost got killed by cars and bikes because like we literally couldn't go anywhere without a bike or a car like basically running into us apparently pedestrians lives don't matter <laughs> it's just yeah I mean I, I feel like there's just a way to go about walking in Europe that we just weren't accustomed to because yeah. we would just like go because I feel like here where we're from if you're the pedestrian and it's not a sign like if it's just like a regular like four-way stop or walkway you have the right of way like the cars will stop for you the bikes will stop for you this was not the case <laughs> no 
and even our tour guide was like saying be careful like i've almost been hit by a bu- uh, by a bus sorry i've almost been hit by a bike <laughs> every single time i've been in amsterdam and i'm like oh that's good and then i thought she was like exaggerating she wasn't no at all definitely not it was so funny i wish we did get to go bike riding in amsterdam though. me too i feel like it's iconic yeah so i need to go back to do that as soon as we're out of here we're gone we're going traveling yeah back to Amsterdam to ride bikes but yeah then we went to Rhine Valley in specific Sankt Gore and we were staying there overnight because from the ride to uh from Amsterdam to Munich we would be on the bus all day and that's just like no fun especially since we got to Amsterdam kind of late the day before so they wanted to give us some time to walk around (laughs) and explore Amsterdam before we went to Germany so I'm really glad we had that stop also it was beautiful there I feel like every place we stopped at was just like better than the last place and I honestly was just getting more and more amazed every single time yeah because it was so interesting I felt like everywhere on like our trip I had kind of like heard of the place or like seen pictures of it or something but like St. Gore I had like never heard of before never seen pictures and it was beautiful at least the area that we were in like there was this like huge like little river and it was like surrounded by castles like it literally felt like a fantasy place like it was so cool yeah all the buildings it was like this tiny little town i said there's only like two thousand people in the town it was like made out of like stone and like yeah, like was- mortar and like the cobblestone there's like cobblestone streets yeah like we're like kind of in a valley hence rhine valley and like yeah. with the river and then there's like castles like everywhere like surrounding this river and then like there's like the little like town and i was like oh my gosh this is beautiful right when we got there we kind of got a little like tour it was just really small so it was like easy to kind of walk around everywhere so we had like our little tour guide and we got to see some historic places just in the area and we learned about the beer steins which is those like things that they drink beer out of in like the olden days and stuff like that which i guess they still do and then like we saw like the authentic birkenstock store I did almost buy myself a pair of Birkenstocks. I was, like, this close. And then I told you that they were the same price as they were in Canada. There's nothing special about them. I know. It's just, like, it felt special, you know? Like, getting Birkenstocks, like, in, like, the place that they were actually, like, made, like, in Germany. Like, that just felt special. That's okay. That's fair. We, we didn't get them, so that was fine. And then we also saw the world's largest wooden cuckoo clock here. Yeah, this was funny. So we're all excited. They're like, stay and watch it. So we're waiting for the hour to come. We're waiting, waiting, waiting. And then it starts like chiming, like ding, dong, ding, you know, like the classic cuckoo clock sound. And it's chiming and chiming and chiming and chiming for like five minutes. And we're all staring at this thing. We're like... It's supposed to do something else like it's a cuckoo clock like things are supposed to happen like i thought things were gonna be like popping out i thought it was gonna be like really fun but it was just like i think like one like little thing popped out and then it was like just the sound and we're all like okay <laughs> yeah and then it started to rain so we're like okay well that was lame so we go inside we're all standing in the rain waiting for the cuckoo clock to do something it's just chiming 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 we literally go inside and then the show starts and then things come out and they're spinning and they're dancing we're like we missed it uh, yeah, that was that was good. <laughs> so fine. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, after that, we had dinner, which was just really good. I just wrote in my journal for some reason that like this dinner was like one of my favorite ones because it was a big plate that we shared. 
Wasn't this one the one? Yes. Okay, that's yeah. what I'm doing now. Yeah. yeah, so we had eight people, and we had this huge food full of German food. Like, we had, like, sauerkraut and, like, sausages and potato, like, German food. And it was so, it was, like, this big sharing thing. I know there's a word for that. Can't remember what it is. But, like, this, like, it was basically this huge plate, and you, like, take your own portions, and every table had one. And I remember I was so good. I'm from Germany. that I was like, this is, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So the food was great. And then after that, the group went off to do a wine tasting. It was one of like the extra add-on excursions. But since Mackenzie and I don't like wine, we opted out of that. And we decided to kind of just go explore the rest of the town that we didn't get to see on the walking tour. We found some like really cool photo spots and we just had we had a full photo shoot it was so much fun full photo shoot we went walking down the river and like we were like posing like the colorful doorways like there's like blue and yellow doors and like the cobblestone streets we're like posing and we're finding flowers and we're like holding them up against the sunset and we're like posing against the background of the castle on the hill like oh beautiful <laughs> And it was, like, perfect because, like, when we got out of dinner, it was, like, golden hour. So it was, like, the perfect time to take photos. It was a 10 out of 10 experience. You're going to hear me say that a lot because everything was 10 out of 10. The whole trip was 10 out of 10. Let's be real. Yeah, that was beautiful. We took the cutest Instagram photos ever. I loved it there. I loved it there. That was so under, such an underrated place. Yeah, for sure. Because I've definitely, like, never heard about it before and I've never heard about it since. Like Yeah. Oh, beautiful beautiful if you go to germany i recommend making a short stop there people there are so nice the hotel was so cool too remember like we weren't even allowed to take our our uh, suitcases up because it's like the spiral staircase with an actual key with no electronics it's such a cute place now remember we had two beds like pushed together on one side and, like a single bed on the other side the room was just so cute we had a little bit of a struggle to turn on the lights in the bathroom but we figured it out you're gonna hear about lights in the bathroom a lot <laughs> just go with it guys yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So then we, um, when we came back, because it kind of got dark, we can't take photos forever, we came back, the whole group was back, and there was, like, a bar downstairs. It seemed like they all had this party. I remember us laying in bed. We were so tired. Like, if you can't tell from, like, our story so far, like, we've had a crazy few nights. We were running a little sleep. We just, we were just, we needed a night to ourselves. We're staying there, we're hearing, because it's a small hotel. We're hearing everyone in the bar chug 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 shot 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 we're like we're not we're not doing that tonight i was like it sounds fun and i'm like maybe we should go down but then i was like or we could sit here lay in bed and watch this is us that's what we did yes that's that's what we did so <laughs> what really went on downstairs i feel like everybody was like talking about it in the morning like hungover or whatever but honestly no regrets i was so tired i feel like that's like the one night we didn't do something crazy and I'm okay with that. This night in Rhine Valley was the resting that we needed for the rest of the trip to happen. Because we're around the halfway, a little bit less than the halfway mark. Yeah. But like, I feel like we're also getting like a little bit jet lag at this point. A lot was going on and we just kind of wanted the night just like the two of us just to like enjoy Europe. Because we spent like the whole trip thus far with like a bunch of people, which don't get me wrong, is like super fun. But I feel like we both just needed a night just the two of us just to recharge and just let everyone else do the whole crazy thing and just we can be out of it for like one night. Yeah. Because the thing was that like I knew we weren't missing out on too much because I feel like every night was a fun night. So yeah. it's not like this is going to be the only night where everybody's like downstairs together. Like, we knew it was going to pretty much happen every night for the rest of the trip. So we're like, we're not missing out on too much. 
which it did, by the way. So that was a good call on our part. It was just, it was just kind of hard to like lay there and like be like, oh, I don't feel like moving, and hear everyone go like, shot, 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 yeah. It's funny. It was like I was like stay there, and I'm like, I kind of want to see what's happening, but like that requires getting out of bed, and I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. So that was just so funny because like as we were like falling asleep, we're hearing people like running up and down the spiral staircase. Like honestly, I don't think I got a good sleep there either because they were up to like three in the morning. Mm-hmm. But well, at least we were in bed by like nine. So. Yeah, I think that's like the only time we got to bed like before midnight. So. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So we woke up the next morning and we hopped back onto the coach to head to Munich. So on this like round of the bus ride, we decided to switch up our seating so we could get to talk to some more people. And I am very glad that we did this because I feel like getting to talk to more people just made the trip so much more fun. And I think it helped like establish that like Kontiki family feel when we were on this trip. So yeah, it was tons of fun getting to sit with other people and kind of just hear more about like where they were from and like how they were enjoying the trip. And then of course, as usual, we stopped over at a truck stop we ended up stopping over at, like, a different one. Yeah, apparently the one that they normally stop at was closed for some reason, so we ended up having to go to a different one, which was, like, another, like, half hour away. I just remember I was so sick of the bus, because it was such a long drive already, and I was, like, so excited, because like, the tour guides like, we're almost there, and then they went to take the exit, they're like, actually, just kidding, it's another 30 minutes away, because you have to go to a different one, and I'm like, I want off, I want off, <laughs> like... <laughs> I feel like this bus ride was just a long one but I feel like it was the longest one yeah we ended up stopping off at this other truck stop and it actually had this whole like cafe area so we got some pasta and it was very good but you know knowing me we can't just go through any (laughs) normal thing just like the normal way like it always has to be a, a little bit of an issue so of course I'm going up getting my pasta and I'm talking to the lady and I think I said like guten tag or something like some little bit of like German that we like our our guide had like taught us or something like that just to like obviously be respectful of the culture and she like starts responding back to me like half in German half in English and I'm like I don't think she realizes that like I don't speak German at all like can't understand it can't figure it out like no idea what she's saying like I don't know why this keeps happening to us. You're going to find out a lot during the trip that we we try to say hello in different languages and they respond back to us in like full, like Italian, full German, full anything but English. And I'm like, no, can't you tell from the accent? I don't know what I'm doing. And it's so funny though, because like, if you heard like our last episode, <laughs> the one time it would have been like in French, the language that I could have comprehended like this much when he just responds in English. But, like, everywhere else, obviously, it was because they thought that we probably knew a little bit more. They were just trying to, like, be respectful because we were trying to speak German. I don't know. But anyways, she starts, like, responding back in German. And, like, I picked up, like, two words that she said that were, like, English still. And I just, I thought she was asking me where we were going. So I'm telling her this whole thing about how we're on this Contiki trip. And we're, like, we went, started in, like, Grand Valley now. And now we're going all the way to Munich. And she's, like, looking at me so confused, like, partially about to laugh. And, like, partially just, like, what is this girl talking about? And so I finished the whole thing. And then she's, like, oh, nice. And she's, like, I was just asking if you wanted penne or spaghetti. And I was, like, okay, love that for me. I'll do the penne. Thank you very much. Like. I'm just never, never doing that again. It's fine. We're just going to stick to English because just not, not there yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. And then I remember like when I was there and I went to get this thing that looked like apple pie 
and it was some peach thing and I would like it was disgusting and I remember giving some to you and you hated it and I gave it to like six other people and everyone hated this thing I don't even know what it was it was disgusting yeah I just yeah it was like a weird peaches and cream I mean if you like that kind of thing maybe you would have liked it it was just like not I love peaches and I didn't like it yeah it was not my vibe so that was a little disappointing but oh I also wrote in here that at the at this uh, truck stop, the toilets, because you know I like I talk about toilets a lot. Um, apparently, this toilet, when you went to the bathroom, when you finished, the toilet seat spun, and there was a brush that came out and cleaned the whole seat off. So, like, that was cool. That was worth a euro, I think. <laughs> like, see, if all the washrooms did that, I, I would pay for that. I see. Like, that's not smart. But that was the only one. So Yeah, that was the only one. But, yeah, it was fine. I just remember that we were getting, like, snacks in the convenience store, and Mackenzie found... <laughs> This chocolate bar that she was so intent on buying because she thought you could only buy it in Germany. That's what the tour guide said. It's so funny because, yeah, she spent all this money on all these chocolate bars. Would you buy, like, four of them? No, no, no. I bought, like, eight of them because I was bringing one home for every member of my family plus some more for me. And I got one of, like, every flavor there. And I was so excited. Like, this is going to be amazing German chocolate. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I came home. They were at the grocery store. I yeah. still see him. Tell him at like our like university campus like convenience store. <laughs> I'm like, wow, so much for only in Germany. So I spent so much euros on that for nothing. I was pretty disappointed. <laughs> yeah. So that was our little truck stop experience there. And so we got back onto the coach and continued the long drive all the way to our hotel in Germany. And specifically Munich, sorry. We were in Germany the whole time. <laughs> yeah, all the way to Munich. And this time was, I think this is the only time that we stayed at like a name brand hotel. So it was like the Holiday Inn, which was interesting because I feel like all the other hotels that we stayed at were like little like local places. Yeah, but this I agree. Was the time that we like stayed at a big, what am I trying to say? Like global hotel. Um, chain hotel. There, thank you. Please keep that in mind that this hotel is fancy. You'll need that for a future story. Yeah, because it was just honestly like I feel like holiday ends are not normally like super fancy, but this one just like it just felt very elevated. Like there were like glass chandeliers. Like it was just a really nice hotel. It was really nice. Uh, yeah, actually, it was really nice. I remember that hotel quite well. It was like really pretty, and we like went there, and we dropped off our stuff, and then we went on a group excursion, which was a bike tour around Munich. And this was an add-on, I think. Was it an add-on? No, oh. I think it came. It was included. Yes. <laughs> this is included. This was the coolest thing ever. Ever. I was so I was so happy with this. Yeah, because I was a little sad that we didn't get to go biking in Amsterdam, but this was honestly just so much more fun. We pretty much just biked all the way around like different parts of Munich and we had a tour guide and we would like stop at different touristy locations and different like buildings and churches and parks and stuff. <laughs> And it was Parliament. Just, yeah, we stopped there too. What was the story there? I think it was that they made the Parliament building all of glass to show transparency, but the dude said that he's done this tour three times a day for like years and he's never seen anyone in that building. <laughs> it was very true. We like stood there for so long too and like nobody, not a single person passed by and it's like a ginormous building so you would think that like if somebody's going from room to room like you would see like even a little shadow of somebody, nothing. And, like, it was, like, you could see in the building. And, like, we didn't see anyone in there. And I was, like, good. No one works in Parliament in Munich. I was, like, they probably just built this whole, like, beautiful glass building. And they're, like, transparency. And then everything's, like, underground. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. 
underground black market parliament. <laughs> Sorry, it just made me think of like Quantico because I've been watching that show. Now they have like the underground bunkers. Sorry, off topic. I love Quantico. Sorry, that's your side. Just ramble by us. <laughs> yeah, so I remember us sitting there and we went to like, I remember like, okay, so on the Contiki tour, my our tour guide was always saying that everyone has this thing called a wow moment. I think we may mention this last episode. I can't remember. I can't yeah. remember what we said last episode. But anyway, she said that we had this thing called a wow moment. She's like, everyone's going to have one. And I was like, not that I thought that was silly, but I just didn't really, like, understand what she meant by that. I was kind of like, okay, this tour thing was my wow moment. I remember when we were piking through Germany, I literally looked at a rabbit, and I'm like, we're really doing this? Yeah, I feel like it was just such a, like, happy, giddy experience, and I can't even explain it. I feel like you just had to be there, and it was just so much fun. Like, we were just biking with the whole group, and I feel like, like, on this tour specifically, I think we got to, like, talk to so many more people. So I think just, like, overall, love the whole experience. Like, we ended up going to the beer gardens to eat, and we got so much food. I don't know what we were thinking. <laughs> we wanted to try everything. We got schnitzels and pretzels and, like, sausages and pork, and you didn't even eat half of it. And I'm like, we're gonna share. And then I'm like, you can't eat half of this. It's me. But we still got it to share for some reason. It was so funny, because, like, I wasn't even that hungry, but then I went back, and I got something that we had had in the dinner when we were in Rhine Valley, and it was these, like, little potato dumplings type things. They yeah. were so good. And I don't know why. Like, you could get different sizes. And I went for, like, the biggest size. We got, like, pretzels the size of our face. And I was like, I don't know what we're doing. We got, like, rattlers. I remember there was bees, honey. Like, rattlers were really good. They are like, bees, like, swimming around or thing. You put the coasters on top of the beer glass to keep the bees out. Yeah. It was just such an interesting thing. And it was so much fun. But yeah, that was that little food experience that we had. We also saw people surfing in the river. It almost like a small dam. Dams are really big. So think of it like on a river. Like it basically just controlled the water flow. So it created like a wave. And then we had surfers that were like surfing the wave in the river. I guess that wow moment to the extreme. Yeah, this was definitely a cool moment. So sadly, the bike tour came to an end. We had to go return the bikes. But... After that, we got back on the bus and we ended up driving to see, it was like, we went to this like specific area where there were just kind of a ton of different like little touristy things. And we got to see this time the world's largest cuckoo clock. Not the largest one made out of wood, just the largest. <laughs> There's a difference, guys. Yeah, so we saw this cuckoo clock. It was, it was all right. Honestly, in my personal opinion, it was a little underwhelming, but you know, it was cool. Yeah. And then after that, we tried to go buy souvenirs. And can I just say, like, I don't understand why all the souvenir shops and all the places we went closed so early. I feel like there were so many, like, tourists still around that you would think that they would want to be open past 7 o'clock at night, but... I found that everything, like, everywhere in every country you went to, everything closed early. I think it's just the culture in Europe that everything just closes early. But I found it really funny because we went to the souvenir shop and we're sitting there and we're like hey like they just closed like just closed like, they're shutting the doors and we're like hey like we just buy a souvenir like I see exactly what I want I'm gonna run in grab it give you the euros I have cash exact change get out and they're like no and I'm like 
this would work in Canada. Yeah, so it was a little disappointing, but then... So we went to the Hofbra house, and that's basically where Hitler gave all his speeches. Um, it was always a bar, but now it's, like, obviously just a bar. <laughs> like, there's obviously no more speeches going on there. But it was, like, it's like, a historical site. We went there, got an extremely expensive souvenir, but I really wanted the keychain, and everything else closed. We were leaving really early next morning, so I'm, like, I'm either going to spend 25 euros on this keychain, or I'm not getting one, and I chose 25 euros, so... Yeah, then half the group at this point, like the part of the group that didn't go see the cuckoo clock had gone up to the bar areas and they were all just kind of like sitting and getting drinks. So we were all just going to go meet up there for the night. And can I just say, I just didn't even write that much in my journal because I was so frustrated with this experience. I don't know if it was just that night. I don't know if it was just like, because we were such a big group that it was just like overwhelming, but I have never received ruder service in my entire life never i wrote such an angry review on google reviews i'm going to read it to you but i'm going to summarize what happened first before i read it most of it is in here but i'm going to summarize basically there's about 20 to 30 of us there's about 10 of them when they started they got drinks the rest of us came we're trying to get service we were not getting anything people were like they were talking bad about us to other customers. They were giving us middle fingers. They were not. Yeah, so these were like the waiters that were working there, not like other customers. Like these were the waiters that were working there. And the funny thing is, like, it's not like we, like, they had saved the table and then we had come and like asked if we could sit around the area. So I just don't understand what the issue was because it's not like we just came out of nowhere. Like the groups before had like asked to reserve tables. So. Please continue, Mackenzie. Yes. No, sorry. Thanks for making that clear. The waiters were talking about us to other customers, and the waiters were giving us middle fingers. They were pretending not to speak English. They were full out ignoring us. We were trying to wave them down. They were not... I don't know, like Arama said, we don't know what the problem was because they asked to save tables. They knew we were coming. We were sitting there all together. We had menus in front of us. We were like, we were really polite about it. We started getting a little ruder when they weren't listening, but we still were polite in the end. Like, we were like, overall, like, we were like asking really nicely. Nothing. Heard nothing. We ended up getting up to leave. Second that we started, we were there for like an hour, got nothing, got no water, got no drinks, got no food. We tried for an hour to wave these servers down and we got nothing. Sorry, Sorry I was just even going to say like we were even sitting there, like we had gone up to the bar because then we were thinking, oh, maybe they don't like come to the table. We went up to the bar and like the bartender like literally walked away as we were standing like right there and completely ignored us, even though he was like two feet away and could clearly hear us talking. Well, he also said that they don't serve drinks here. And I was like, okay. So we went and sat down and watched him serve other people there. Yeah. And then we also heard from like, because we were kind of, it wasn't like one big table. It was kind of like little groups of tables. And so we heard from like one of the customers behind us because they like, when we were kind of getting so like confused about what was going on and why they weren't serving us, they were like uh couple that like spoke German and they told us that the waiters were saying that it was because we were like sitting in the aisles and which is very weird because we sat in the way that their table was set up so I'm not entirely sure so then we like moved our chairs out of the aisle and like did all this stuff but nothing other customers were sitting in the aisles too so I don't know why they were getting mad at us yeah honestly it was just kind of ridiculous I think that they were just probably overwhelmed with like whatever was going on with that many people which is weird because like according to like our trip manager like she said that like every like contiki group that passed through munich always went to the same place sat in like the same area so it's like you would think that they would expect this kind of like big group of people but i guess not whatever well then 
yeah, then we went to get up because they weren't because they never trying to get the bill. They were still ignoring us. We just got up. We got up and suddenly they bombarded that you have to pay. And like I didn't get anything. I sat here for an hour and a half and didn't get anything. Like only those three people got something. So fine. Like to, you, and they were asking for the bill for half an hour and you ignored us. So either like they ended up paying. But like of course when we started to leave, they're like you have to pay. I'm like pay for what? Awful service. Yeah, and then like, we didn't get stuff. And they're like oh we can get you drinks. And I'm like no I've been here for an hour. Like I'm not gonna wait any longer. Like, it was so ridiculous. Then on the way home, I wrote this one-star review on Google. I'm going to quote it right now. Awful. I was extremely surprised. We were with a group of people, and they refused to serve us. We asked multiple times for service, and they pretended not to speak English. They put their hands in our face. One waiter even gave us the middle finger. This one waitress would stand in the corner, gossiping with her coworkers about us and pointing in our direction. She refused to talk to us at all. Finally, she told customers about our, quote, rude behavior quote we were just sitting there chatting waiting to order the customers had to tell us that because we were slightly in the aisle way that they would refuse to serve us even though others were in the aisle way as well they could have told us to move but instead gave us a blatant rude behavior and we left there was about 20 to 30 of us and didn't pay anything they just lost maybe a thousand dollars worth of drinks which isn't an exaggeration because everyone was planning to get a lot of drinks that night. Then I said I was part of a tour group which recommends this place and I'm putting in a formal complaint to take this place off the tour list. They're going to lose thousands of customers per year. Never did that, but I was pissed. <laughs> like, there's no way I'd ever go to this place ever again. All they had to do was tell us that we're on the way and we would have happily moved. But instead, the response was middle fingers and putting hands in our faces. I've never been so disrespected and I've never in my life not been served anything anywhere. <laughs> I'm like we were there for over an hour politely trying to get their attention and they would serve everyone around us except for us so yes don't go here they don't care about treating people like human beings I would give minus 10 stars if I could oh my goodness yeah honestly it was just honestly not a good experience and I'm like maybe there was something that we were doing on our part like culturally that we didn't understand or just something like that but it would it just be nice if they just came a bit, were like, hey, like, you're in the aisle, or like, hey, you can't sit here, or like, hey, this is too big of a group, like, just said something, because, like, especially having them say it to customers behind our back, I think it's just really unprofessional, so. Yeah, it's just rude. We left, got back on the bus, I had a nice dance party on the way home, we played all the classics, Sweet Caroline, uh, I just drew a blank on that Glee song with the train. Don't believe, no. Don't stop believing. Okay, there we go. <laughs> That one, we're singing, we're dancing, there's flashing lights, people had a microphone. Oh, it was such a wholesome night. Everyone's just sharing the same frustration as us, so yeah. it's fine. Yeah, I think we're all just bonding over how, like, frustrating of an experience that was. So when we, like, got back together on the bus, we were just, we had a good time. We just erased the bad memory, and then we headed back to the hotel, and when we got there... We decided that we were going to go back to the hotel and just kind of like sit in the lobby. But then we're like, no, let's make this a good night. And then we decided we were going to go find a like a club club and <laughs> kind of went walking down the streets. And I think somebody was trying to GPS something. It was just not working out. And then we ran into some locals. And they said, hey, there's a club down the street. Follow us. And we're like, great. We're walking out of this dark alleyway. I was- Part of me was like, we're going to get kidnapped, but we were with a bunch of boys, so I, like, I felt like a little better. But like, we're walking down this dark alleyway, and we end up in this like garden, and it's like abandoned. No one's there. And we hear this music. We're like, okay. We go, we open this door, no bouncer. 
no one's checking IDs, and I'm like, are we even, like, in the right place? We open this door, we walk in, and we're like, why don't you explain what we saw? I just, I don't know exactly how to put it into words, but pretty much, we walked in, and it was like a, a death metal club. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. So it was just, it was a very interesting scene. Like the music was so loud. There was an entire, there was like a band on the stage. They were screaming what sounded like die. I don't know if it was like, there's a German word that sounds very similar to that, but it sounded like they were screaming die. There were people running around in a circle, like a rave. And then people were like falling over. It was, it was a lot to take in. Yeah. It was crazy. Cause like there's, there's like people standing on the stage with white makeup, like black goth rock lines going, die, 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 die. Which again, could be a German word. We were in Germany. People running around a circle, like Grandma said, and what they had, they had their arms crossed. And then when the music stopped, they ran into the crowd. Like they just threw themselves into the crowd and they knocked this person over at my feet. I forgot that. I remember I was like sitting there filming, kind of like, what the heck? And this girl gets rammed into it, falls on my feet. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, and then we were like, kind of stand off to the side, just taking it all in. And people kept like running up to try and grab us to go in the circle. And we were like, it's okay. Like, we're fine. So we slowly backed out. We're like, we're not clubbing tonight. Yeah. And we, so like a couple of us, because it was like a pretty big group of us. There's probably like 10 or so of us. So pretty much all of us girls and then one of our friends, one of our other friends decided that we were just gonna head back to the hotel so we went back to the hotel and we decided we were just gonna get drinks in the hotel lobby because just everything that night was just like not going to plan like just not working out with like trying to get a souvenir and then the whole issue with not getting served so we were just really finished at that point we're like let's play it safe we're just gonna go to the hotel bar went to the hotel bar and we had a really awesome night we ended up splitting up that's really cool thing i really like about traveling with the rabbit is that we like split up and had our own things and came back we're like oh my gosh what'd you do yeah like it was nice that we like got to also have like experiences like that weren't just with each other the whole time because i think that is the good thing about like group travel is that like you are traveling with 50 plus other people so you're not just only doing things with the one person you came with which like I think makes the experience a lot better yeah so it was really good so Ram and I kind of split up we were talking to different people at night I was talking to this person named Elevator Boy we really hit it off we can just leave it at that we really it It was really great conversation we were like lots of laughs lots of fun lots of drinks nice quiet little night in the hotel lobby we were all basically there till the bar closed because like last call at like 2 a.m because have you noticed a trend remember Mackenzie get no sleep yeah pretty much we just sat there I just remember I talked to like a ton of different people that night it was just super cool just getting to obviously just hear more about like the people that we were traveling with overall great experience highly enjoyed it and then once last call hit Mackenzie and I decided we were just gonna like head back to our hotel go to bed like our hotel room and go to bed so take it off from there (laughs) so this is great so um yeah elevator and boy have talked basically all night we talked with a few different people in there too but basically it was like me and elevator boy we were like talking we were having a grand old time and we like said good night i'm like okay i'm going to bed or am and i were tired i had the key there's only one key between the two of us so it's like if you want to go to bed like you kind of both had to go to bed like which is fine i was tired we're both tired we decided to go to bed said good night to elevator boy went back to our hotel room 
and I was like um I was texting him and he sent me a text he's like hey like are you still up it's like maybe like 20 minutes later 10 minutes it wasn't that long after we went to bed our hotel room was on the first floor and so he texts me and he's like hey like my roommate went to bed already he's like um I don't have a way to get up to my room because his room was like on the sixth floor or something and you needed the key like your room key to use the elevator you also needed your room key to keep the lights on in your hotel when you're in your hotel room you had it in like a little slot to keep the lights on and then you also needed it to open your room obviously and op- and use it for the elevator to go up so he texts me he's like I don't have any way to get in the elevator he's like do you mind just like borrowing your key like your key because any key would work you just need to go upstairs <laughs> so Arama's in the bathroom and <laughs> remember the key is needed for the elevator and it's also needed for the lights and we only have one <laughs> so I get a text from her. He's like, can you come, like, let me into my room? Like, just use the elevator. I'm like, sure. So <laughs> I was in the bathroom, and I go, and I take the key out. The lights completely go off. I'm like, Arama, I'll be right back. And I walk out of the room. Yes. And you see, I didn't hear that part, because I was just, like, in the bathroom, like, getting ready, like, just to go to bed. And then all of a sudden, all I hear is, like Mackenzie yells something, the lights go off, and then the door slams. And I'm like, okay, so this is a little sketchy. Is like, there's something wrong with the hotel? Like, is there some kind of emergency? Like, where did she go? So like, I'm fumbling around the bathroom, trying to like grab toilet paper, like wash my hands. I didn't bring my phone to the bathroom, so it's not even like I can use the flashlight on that. So I'm like, fumbling <laughs> around and opening the door, and like, I get out, finally find my phone, and I'm like so confused. And so, like, I open, like, the door to our room, and I'm looking around, and nobody's there, and I don't see anybody, and I'm like, okay, so either there's, like, an emergency, or Mackenzie just got abducted. Don't really know. <laughs> I'm just, like, I... in the room with, like, my flashlight, like, trying to decide if I should leave, but then I'm like, if I leave and I don't find Mackenzie, I can't get back in, and I'm sitting in my PJs. I am the worst friend ever, and I'm still so sorry for this, because I literally was just helping Elevator Boy upstairs. I'm literally in the elevator with him, just laughing, having a good time, around in the bathroom, thinking that I just left her to die, and there's a fire, even though I'd never do that. <laughs> I'm, like, laughing. He's, like, joking around with me. I'm like, oh, this is great. Let him into the elevator. He goes into his room. We're, like, having a good old time. Gives me a nice big hug. I'm like, this is great. Go back downstairs. Elevator barely worked getting downstairs so I almost got stuck on the elevator I got back in my room I opened the door and there's a rabbi on her hands and knees with her flashlight in her mouth looking through her bag in my defense I didn't remember that the key was the thing that controlled the light so I was like did the like electricity go off and I'm like it's only off in our room and she's, I'm home, she's like where were you I'm like oh she's helping elevator boy up to his roof and she's like Mackenzie yeah I'm like I am so sorry I just I wasn't thinking I honestly wasn't I have no excuse it just to me he's like can you let me in my room I'm like yep Grab it, leave a ram in the dark room because I'm the worst friend ever. It's just so funny. Like, honestly, I, I was being quite dramatic. Like, it was just the lights. <laughs> oh, the worst part is I have my thing here. Uh, apparently, a ram was said, well, I tra- the lights went out. A ram said, Mackenzie, the lights are off. And my response was, I know, I'll be back. And I left anyway. <laughs> I forgot. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know why you're still friends with me after leaving you in a dark bathroom because of elevator boy so funny but yeah that was that then Mackenzie came back the lights were back on and And then flower knocks on her door at like two in the morning it's like hey where's my room 
And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and of course, she is slightly on the drunker side, walking around with a, another random boy. And so at this point, I have no sympathy. So I'm like, no idea where your room is. It's not here. So peace out. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we went to bed. That was Munich in a nutshell. <laughs> Like I said, lots of crazy stuff happened. I honestly, like, was reading this. I kind of forgot half that happened. I could never forget the bathroom story. Ram and I laugh about that, like, on a monthly basis. That's very true. It was a very funny time in our trip. It was one of it was one of the funnier times of our trip. That was the end of part two of our Europe episode. Next time, we're going to kind of talk with the last little bit of Munich. We aren't there for much longer. Then we go to Austria and finally Venice. And a lot of stuff happens in Venice, too. If you can't tell, we have a lot of craziness. Overall, great time. So thank you so much for listening. We literally love that for you. Talk to you guys later. Bye.